What's up, everybody? It is Friday, October 15th. My plan today was to tee up game one of the Boston Bruins season Saturday against the Dallas Stars. Still going to do that, but of course, we're going to discuss the contract extension signed by Charlie McAvoy, eight years, $76 million. Going to break it all down, what it means for the future of this team, and what it means for them as they begin a new season here on Saturday night. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Thank you so much for making Locked on Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, whether you're an Apple user, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Pocket Casts. The Locked on Bruins podcast will be in your feeds five days a week for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated. Uh, the podcast is also on YouTube, and if you're watching a video today, you'll notice a bit of a different background. Uh, I'm currently in Ottawa, Ontario, visiting my parents uh, here for the first time in almost two years because of the COVID uh, restrictions. I brought uh, my three sons here. We spent the morning at the Museum of Nature, which is very cool if you're ever in Ottawa. And uh, that's from where I recorded the breaking news video of Charlie McAvoy signing an eight-year contract extension with the Boston Bruins that will begin in 2022-23. Quick reminder that the podcast is also uh, on Twitter, so you can follow along at LockedNHLBruins. Uh, same handle on Instagram, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. So the other day on the podcast, uh, after... Don Sweeney and Cam Neely met with the media. Uh, it was somewhat apparent that the two sides, uh, or sorry, Bruins management and Charlie McAvoy were nearing a contract extension. Uh, Cam Neely kind of let that out of the bag. Don Sweeney seemed to kind of temper expectations that anything was imminent. And then lo and behold, here on Friday, uh, Bob McKenzie first released details of a contract extension, and it was later confirmed by the Boston Bruins that Charlie McAvoy has signed an eight-year contract extension with an annual cap hit of $9.5 million, $76 million over the course of the deal. And of course, he will become the highest paid player in team history, the richest contract handed out in team history. McAvoy, he's only 23 years old. He'll turn 24 in December. Uh, he uh, appeared in 51 games for the Bruins in 2020-21 with five goals, 25 assists for 30 points, uh, leading all Bruins defensemen uh, in uh, with plus-minus rating, if you care about that stat. Uh, in 11 playoff games, he had one goal and 11 assists for 12 points, tied for Brad Marchand for second on the team, behind David Pasternak. Uh, following the season, he finished fifth in the voting for the Norris Trophy, uh, which is awarded to the NHL's top defenseman. Overall, 
He's appeared in 235 games with the Bruins, 24 goals, 98 assists, 65 playoff games, five goals, 27 assists, uh, selected 14th overall in the 2016 NHL entry draft. And if you are commenting on McAvoy's contract by only pointing to offensive production, uh, then you're quite mistaken. He is arguably the best defenseman in the NHL five on five. Uh, if you follow Dom position of the athletic, you'll have seen uh, the chart that he posted up this morning following the contract announcement. And he wrote, uh, Charlie McAvoy is worth every penny as arguably the league's best two-way defenseman at five on five. He, like I mentioned in the breaking news video, doesn't have an offensive breakout season to his name, but that doesn't mean he's not effective uh, with the puck uh, in the offensive zone, but he's also playing heavy top pair defensive minutes and also hadn't been afforded many opportunities on the top power play, which will likely change this season. And that could tip the scales even further in the Norris voting. You know, if he uh, scores a bunch of goals, racks up a lot of points and continues to play as he can defensively, then yeah, I would be shocked if he's not in the top three in the Norris voting and he could possibly uh, be, be winning this trophy at the end of 21, 22. Mm. Excuse me, quick coffee sip there. Now, Charlie McAvoy joked after the signing that he was perhaps going to go get his dog a handful of bones. Uh, we all know Otto the Rocket Dog from Instagram. If you're not following, you are missing out. One of the best dogs in the NHL, in my opinion. On potentially playing his whole career in Boston, he said, That was my goal and my vision. My life is here in Boston. I moved here full time. I love it here. I love the city, the people. It's home for me. It's just a dream come true. Shortly after the 2019 Stanley Cup final, if you recall, he said, I want to be here forever. Losing in the manner that we did, I want to just win so bad just to be a part of it. It's a city full of champions. Uh, McAvoy has really embraced the Red Sox run to the uh, ALCS. I've uh, been down at Fenway quite a bit. There was a photo of him the other night with the uh, World Series trophy. And, you know, he is becoming the heart and soul of the Boston Bruins. Uh, I had at once thought that it would be Charlie Coyle, perhaps, uh, taking on the captain's C once Patrice Bergeron retires. But now... Uh, pretty clear that that is trending in Charlie McAvoy's direction. So he will be under contract through 2029-2030. That is a full three years past uh, Brandon Carlo, who signed through 2026-27. And uh, Charlie Coyle is signed through 2025-26. Those are the three players uh, with the longest commitment to their names at this point. A few guys uh, go through 2024-25 in uh, Pasternak, uh, who will be in for a big payday. Oh, sorry, he comes up after 23, so he'll be well in line for a payday. Uh, but uh, Brad Marsha and Taylor Hall will be free agents in 2025, uh, as will Linus Allmark, who will get 
to here in a moment. So yeah, Charlie McAvoy, clearly the future of this team, future captain, already a franchise defenseman. And I've said before that I had kind of been pulling for um, Jacob Chitrin to be drafted by the Boston Bruins at the 14 spot. He went number 16 uh, to the Arizona Coyotes. He has become a very good player in his own right. Uh, but Charlie McAvoy, uh, the Bruins were very lucky to get him when they did. If you recall, Oli Uolovi was taken by the Canucks at the number fifth spot, looking at other defensemen. Mikhail Sergachev by the Canadians at number nine. Decent pick, uh, but not quite McAvoy's level. And then uh, Jake Bean was taken by the Carolina Hurricanes with the 13th overall pick. So thank you, Hurricanes, for not uh, scooping McAvoy from the Bruins at that point. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It comes in nine delicious flavors, and there is really something for everyone. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine. Now, not only are Built Bar flavors great tasting, but they're also healthy too. There's about 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, about 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, all great tasting and all healthy for you. And they're also uh, come in nut-free and gluten-free options, which is important to me as someone who has celiac. Right now, you can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Again, I want to thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, podcast-wise, as well as on YouTube. So please do subscribe uh, however you consume the podcast and uh, continue to support it. I very much appreciate all those who take some time to join me in uh, talking about this team on a daily basis. Now, we are, what, it's Friday. We're four days into the NHL regular season. The Bruins still one day away from making their season uh, debuts, and that will be at home on Saturday against the Dallas Stars. And one of the big questions heading into this one is who would be the starter? And after practice on Friday morning, uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy announced it will be Jeremy Swayman and not Linus Allmark, who will be uh, guarding the net. Now, I want to say, as I've said before, that this is not an indictment on um, Mr. Allmark by any um, by any stretch. Uh, he came in, hasn't played since April. Um, you know, getting used to a new city, new teammates, and. Uh, Jeremy Swayman, he went seven and three with a 9.45 save percentage in ten appearances last season, uh, getting a nod over Allmark to begin the season, but it should still be uh, a relative uh, share in net. Uh, this will be the first time since 2009, I believe, or no, sorry, the last nine openers uh, that Tugarask will not be making the start. 
And, you know, Swayman got the nod by staying on the same development curve that he set up last year. He arrived in camp in good shape. His game was on point throughout the preseason. And he, quite honestly, right now gives the Bruins the best chance to win the opener. Now, I appreciate what Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic said uh, in relation to Allmark. Does it mean that there was a mistake to sign Allmark? Absolutely not, he writes. The Bruins need a reliable veteran to support Swayman and be there in case of poor performance or injury. Swayman's sample size remains limited. It could very well happen that he struggles early, and if that happens, the Bruins need Allmark ready to go. Uh, even you know, next week, uh, the 27th, 28th, the Bruins have back-to-back games in Florida and Carolina. So that's a situation where, um, you know, both guys will play. Uh, it'd be interesting to see next week if uh, it's Swayman who plays against Philadelphia in game two of the season uh, and they go to Allmark in Buffalo on the 22nd. That would be an interesting wrinkle for him to play against his old team. Uh, but for Saturday against the Stars, it will be uh, Jeremy Swayman. And that's fine. It doesn't mean that the Bruins do not have confidence in Ulmark. And uh, it's pretty ridiculous to be questioning him, let alone writing him off uh, without even having appeared yet in the regular season. As far as the lines go, there's no real surprises. It'll be Marshan, Bergeron, Pasternak up top. Coyle centering Hall and Smith. Jake DeBrusque. Uh, Eric Howla and Nick Felino on the third line, and then Trent Frederick, Thomas Nasik, and Carson Kuhlman on the fourth line. Anton Bleed sitting out as the uh, 13th forward. On defense, it'll be Derek Forbort getting the start alongside um, Charlie McAvoy. If that pairing falters, I would expect Matt Grizzlick, who's starting on the third pairing alongside Connor Clifton, to jump up. And then in the middle, it will be Mike Riley and Brandon getting the start and Allmark uh, riding the pine being called upon if necessary. In terms of the power play units, it'll be McAvoy, Pasternak, Marchand, Bergeron, Hall. Again, going back to McAvoy's kind of lack of prime power play opportunities to this point. Uh, last season, you know, uh, they still had a very forward heavy group. Uh, with Matt Grizzlick called upon to take over from Tory Krug when it comes to power play opportunities. Uh, and now Grizzlick bumped to the second unit with Howla, DeBrusque, Smith, and Felino, uh, with McAvoy being up on a loaded uh, top unit. And there will be certainly a lot of uh, point opportunities there between assists and uh, potential goals from the point. Uh, so that should definitely help his uh, chances of having more of a breakout season that people typically associate with big contracts. But again, if you watch uh, him closely, you'll see that he is one of, if not the best, five-on-five defensemen in the league. And this, uh, this contract is very well earned. From the Dallas Stars perspective, I believe they have played once so far this season, and they beat the New York Rangers by a score of 3-2 to two, uh, last night on Thursday night. Mira Heiskinen scoring the overtime winner, 
and uh, it was Braden Holtby who was in net for that one. Now, the Stars will play in Ottawa on Sunday, so uh, they could go with Anton Hudobin and back to Holtby for that one in Ottawa. Uh, so it could be a former Bruin who uh, matches up against the black and gold in the season opener, which would be uh, which would be fun to see. Uh, but I don't think the Bruins are too worried about it either way. They're just really ready to get going here. They've had some team building. Uh, there was that good go-karting video that went around this morning of uh, Brad Marchand yucking it up and, and Taylor Hall asking what was going on in his sick mind. Ran some guys off the, uh, off the track in typical Brad Marchand form. But these guys are definitely ready to uh, get down to business. And uh, I, for one, I'm very much looking forward to it. Be sure to follow Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter and on the YouTube channel uh, for instant reaction from that one after uh, the game tomorrow night. And if you're a betting person, you can get the best odds, props, and contests at Bet Online. They have a new updated site and interface, and even more props. Uh, excuse me, odds and props for your betting needs when it comes to hockey, football, basketball, baseball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to your website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus. And once again, thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast hosted by Scott Cullen. He has decades of insight and experience to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It too is free and available on all platforms. Seems as though the Jack Eichel trade saga could be coming to a close sooner than later. Emily Kaplan of ESPN, uh, side note, if you did not read Emily's piece on uh, Elvis Merzlikens and Matisse Kavlenics, uh, be sure to go and check that out. Uh, that was a, a very good piece. She reported that there is serious optimism last Thursday that a Jack Eichel trade was imminent but things fell quiet. Uh, she said at least five teams are still interested in the Buffalo Sabres Center and that they have the uh, average annual value of $10 million that can be fit under their salary caps. Maybe that means moving some contracts. Uh, she also said those teams have agreed to allow Eichel to have the disc replacement surgery that he seeks. The preferred option is he's traded, gets the procedure done, and returns to action in three to four months. Uh, the other, which nobody wants, is that he files a grievance, uh, but he might not have a case because of the CBA. One of those teams could be the Anaheim Ducks. Pierre Lebrun thinks the St. Louis Blues, Calgary Flames, and San Jose Sharks might be in there, uh, and it really looks like our Boston Bruins uh, will not be in the mix, sadly, as much as that pipe dream would have been uh, would have been nice to entertain for as long as possible. Elsewhere around the NHL, the Seattle Kraken got their first victory 
in franchise history, beating the Nashville Predators, Brandon Tanev, scoring twice, including the game winner. And uh, what else was going on? Oh, yeah, Brady Kachuk, uh, the big news, signed a uh, seven-year deal worth $57.5 million, average annual value of $8.33 million uh, for this season, followed by $8.205 for the remainder of the deal. It also pays him $10.5 million in actual salary during the third, fourth, and fifth seasons. So that's huge for the Senators, who won their season opener against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And, uh, you know, obviously will be uh, a sneaky force to be reckoned with in the uh, Atlantic Division this season, I believe. One final note about the Bruins. According to Sportico, the Maple Leafs have the highest value of all NHL franchises, followed by the Rangers, Canadians, Blackhawks, and Bruins, rounding out the top five. In last place is the Arizona Coyotes. No surprise that original six teams are at the top in that one. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Like I said, I am here in Ottawa, so just going to be uh, relaxing for the rest of the day and enjoying some time with family. I hope you all have a great weekend and enjoy what we all hope will be a Bruins win to begin the season. Uh, if you're looking for a show to watch, I started Made on Netflix, which is very good. I was a big fan of uh, Margaret Qualley from her uh, appearance on The Leftovers. And this show, uh, yeah, just really uh, tough to watch at times, but moving and uh, really important watch. And uh, what else am I watching? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Just getting ready to check out uh, some hockey tonight. Might watch the Blackhawks Devils. And then, yeah, get ready for the Bruins tomorrow. Don't forget to check out Locked On Red Sox for all the latest on uh, their run to the ALCS and Locked On uh, Patriots as well as they get ready for their, their next game. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Please be sure to subscribe on your podcast app or on YouTube, or both, and uh, follow Locked NHL Bruins. We'll be back on Monday for a recap of Game 1 and a look ahead at what's next for the Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every day.